Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talks Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues, facing small business and our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, helping you to walk in your purpose. You know, I've been getting a lot of questions about personal development. People are working to become better version of themselves. You know, I don't know if it's the end of the year, getting ready for the new year, but a lot of people want to make changes. But first you have to realize you have some areas of personal development that you need to do. So in the Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to discuss some ideas that will rewire your brain for success. So on the show today, it's about understanding the impact of autism in our community. You know, just the word autism can mean so many different things to so many different people. I've seen articles recently about people with autism getting legal degrees, graduating from college, working jobs and starting businesses. Today I have Janet Williams, the Director of Community Outreach for Autism Speaks, a nonprofit that has made it their mission to help address autism. She's going to discuss the impact of autism in our community, the resources to help, and the opportunities for growth. So you really need to stay tuned if you ever had questions about this so you can find out more about it and how you can help. So I'm going to take a short break. And when I come back, I'm going to come back with a cat build a minute on rewiring your brain for success. And after that, we're going to start our discussion on understanding the impact of autism in our community today. All this on the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. I'll be back in a minute. For a long time, I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. 
Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. This is Mark Parham. And I'm back with the Cat Builder Minute. Let's talk about ideas that will rewire your brain for success. Now, this term rewiring has become a revolution in recent times. I found this great article today written by Tim Denning about ideas that can help you rewire your brain. We know now that you can literally rewire your brain by choosing the thoughts that you allow in and standing guard at the door of your mind. You know, thoughts stem from ideas that you pick up day to day. All it takes is one idea to interrupt your mind's pattern and take a different course in life. So we're going to talk about some ideas that you can rewire your brain with. The first one is that you're only a millimeter away from success. You know, Tiger Woods explains that the difference between getting the ball close to the hole on the first shot and hitting the ball in the water is a millimeter either side of your swing. So there are times that you may think you're a million miles away from your desired goal, but I want you to remember that this is false. You are only a millimeter away from success. The next thing, increase your rejection rate. You know, sometimes asking out your dream romantic partner or that customer that you want to get a contract from, you're afraid to do it because you're afraid you may ruin the relationship or basically they'll just say no. And some of us can't rehandle it if we get rejected. The answer is to increase your rejection rate. If you want to hook up with that beautiful person, you want to get that new contract, there's plenty of people out there and it's okay for you to start asking them. You know, being rejected helps you build a mental muscle that eventually will get you to a yes from someone that you want to be with or a contract that you want to get. So put your game face on, put a smile on your face and go ask, okay? Also, embracing the negative. There are a billion things that can go wrong for you every day and produce a negative experience for you. But if you don't learn to embrace the negative, you're going to be choosing to be happy 
a lot. And I'm going to tell you this. It's 100% your fault. So you're going to have to reframe your brain to understand the negative experiences stop you from going down a path that is not truly in line with your goals and dreams. So I want you to remember this. Negative experiences are destiny's way of moving away the boulders that lie in front of you and helping focus your mind. So use a different language when something negative happens. You know, think to yourself, isn't it great that it's raining today? Now I get to stay inside and read a book, work on my business plan, do something to change my life. This next one, a lot of people have a problem with. It's so easy to lack passion and just follow other people. Stop becoming a follower and start becoming a leader. Program your brain with the idea that you are highly valuable and take action to be better than everyone. Also, drop the scarcity mindset. We all think we need more of everything. The truth is we need less of everything. Stop your brain from wanting more. There are a whole lot of people that have less than you. Start living below your means. Whenever you feel like you're in a scarcity mindset, rewire your brain by practicing a form of giving. Find one thing and give it to someone right away. This is a big one. If you always wanted to do it, then just do it. You know, our brains give us 101 reasons why we can't do things we always wanted to do. You got to forget those excuses. You got to make a commitment to take action. What's killing your success are the thoughts that you never let come to fruition and the goals that you keep ignoring. Because failure is only the beginning. If you don't fail, you don't grow. It's as simple as that. And one more thing, just a couple more. Action is all that matters. I meet people every day that have everything it takes to start a business, or start a nonprofit, something that will change their life. But they never take action. When I say action, I mean immediate action, not delayed action, not waiting. Delayed action is often too late. It gives us an excuse for failing. So take action. And I always say take massive action. You know, it's it's very important that you also understand this last thing, that tomorrow could be your last day. So all those dreams and the holidays you keep putting off, sometimes we're wired to think we can live with it forever, but we're not. We need to wire our brains to understand that nothing is guaranteed and we have to be happy right now. So stop procrastinating and never take action. You have to find a way to do it. You have to follow your passion every day and stop taking marching orders from everyone else. I hope this helped you. I'm going to go to take a break. And then when I come back, 
we're going to start this discussion about autism and I want you to have an open mind and listen to what Janet has to say because it's important very important so this is Mark Farham Cat Biller Talk Radio Show I'll be back in a moment People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I just want to set the stage for this conversation. I, I pulled some stats from the Autism Speak site. In 2018, CDC determined that approximately one in 59 children is diagnosed with an autism spectrum disorder. One in 37 boys, one in 151 girls. Boys are four times more likely to be be diagnosed with autism than girls. Most children are still being diagnosed after age four. Though autism can be reliably diagnosed at earliest age two. Autism affects all ethnic and social economic groups. Minority groups tend to be diagnosed later than often. Early intervention affords the best opportunity to support healthy development and deliver benefits across the lifespan. So with that said, I could have kept all reading, but I'm going to bring the expert in right now. Ms. Janet, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark, for having me on your show this evening. You know, I uh, am excited about this because so many people are confused and really don't understand this. And this is a part of our community. So, Janet, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself And then we're going to get into this conversation about Autism Speaks. But I also want to talk about who you are and what has led you to walk in your purpose in working with this organization. So we together? thank you. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, I am the Community Outreach Director for Autism Speaks. I support all of Mid-Atlantic 
and South Atlantic. And so uh, my responsibilities at Autism Speaks is uh, planning and producing events and programs that support our strategic, our goals, our mission, and our objectives. Um, I'm also responsible for disseminating information about Autism Speaks to schools, community groups, uh, even doing shows like tonight, uh, service providers, key partners, and also faith-based organizations. Um, I will tell you that I am a parent of a child on the spectrum. My son is 10 years old. He was diagnosed at the age of five. Um, thus leading to my passion for being uh, first involved with Autism Speaks as a volunteer. I was a walk chair for two years. And um, and it's very, very, you know, near and dear uh, to me, it, you know, the things that I've learned um, and just seeking for that additional information to support my son is how I found Autism Speaks. And just being connected with such an amazing organization uh, to be able to provide support and help families uh, is truly amazing. So I'm just grateful to be a part. And thank you again for having me on your show. And, um, yes, we're ready. We're ready. All right. So, Jan, let's talk about you first, okay? Uh, I'd like to find out. It may have been your son being diagnosed, but what was the light bulb moment where you felt that you can walk in your purpose by working with this organization? Well, when my son, I will admit that when my son, or be, even before he was diagnosed with autism, um, I didn't know a lot about, about autism. And so in my quest of learning more, um, it, it was very, it, it was an eye-opening experience. And being able to volunteer and being able to participate in the walk events that we had, it was wonderful being able to be surrounded by so many families because um, in Georgia, we have one of the largest walks in the country, which is where I'm based. And um, so just being around 15,000 families and seeing all of these people and having that support and not feeling like you're alone is what helped fuel my passion for wanting to know more I wanted to help not just my son, but I saw that there was such a need for the the communities worldwide because, as you stated earlier, autism doesn't just affect one demographic group. It affects all demographic groups and all socioeconomic areas uh, and levels. So we have to make sure that as, in, uh, as a people that we are open, our minds are open to support um, autistic people wherever they are and to meet them and, and grasp a greater understanding of autism because it's here and we have to deal with it and we have to support it and so that's part of where my passion has come from. Now you mentioned the fact that being a parent sometimes you can feel alone okay yes, absolutely. all by yourself and so you go to this yes. walk and there's 15,000 people Oh my You're God. like, whoa, I'm not alone. <laughs> so let, let's talk about, as a parent, some of the things you went through, you know, realizing what your situation was and how to move forward with it and still live a happy life for yourself and your children. So let's talk about some of those things. Well, I will tell you that um, – Autism affects each family differently, but for my family, um, it was, um, I was afraid um, when my son first got that diagnosis. I didn't know um, what his future was going to look like. I didn't know what all of that meant. 
Um, and it was a situation where I needed to arm myself with everything that I needed because even in the midst of that fear, you know, I realized that there were several uh, developmental issues that my son was dealing with. And like I stated, each family deals with uh, autism in a different way. So you have some who are considered, um, you know, low functioning. You have some who are considered high functioning. And my son landed somewhere in the middle. But even with that, it was very, very overwhelming as a parent. Having that stigma associated, um, you know, it was important for me to have that stigma removed because people will oftentimes be judgmental uh, of you, you as a parent, uh, of your ability to parent. Uh, they want to judge you. They want to, you know, tell you what you should do. Or sometimes they even say, well, it's, it's not autism, it's something else. Or um, they make these judge, judgments about you and your child. And it's, it's very difficult to hear those things, and it's very hurtful. Um, and so I think that with awareness, uh, with a greater awareness of autism, we're able to, um, as, as just as a whole, be able to support all people uh, with autism, no matter where they fall on the spectrum. It's so interesting because even in small business, you try to talk to it about your friends or with your friends, and all of a sudden they become small business experts and never even had a business. So when exactly. you talk about people telling you what to do with your child and they never experienced it, it probably creates a very lonely environment for you. It does. It does. It does. And and so many families are still there. And uh, and what we do at Autism Speaks is that we are huge on increasing that understanding and acceptance of all people with autism because it's so important. So let's move on to Autism Speaks. This great organization. Let's talk about what Autism Speaks does. Well, I will tell you that our mission at Autism Speaks is that we're dedicated to promoting solutions across the spectrum and throughout the lifespan. So that means from the time of diagnosis, whenever that is, um, all the way through their entire lifespan. And we do this for the needs of children, adults, families with autism. You know, research tells us that autism affects each person differently. We often say in the autism community that you meet one person with autism, you meet one person with autism. So we provide a variety of resources at every stage of life. And, um, you know, we support advocacy at the federal and the state level, including insurance coverage for autism cares in, in all 50 states now, uh, providing information, resources, and support for everyday challenges, and also helping to advance research into the better causes of autism and, and interventions to help improve the quality of life because we know that each person is different and we need to tailor those treatments you know, to to support each and every person, and again, increasing that understanding and acceptance of people with autism. So when we're dealing with a family, we may have a child with autism, but we have children that may not have autism. Does your organization work to help the children that are also affected by autism to understand more about living with autism? Absolutely. Uh, we have um, so many different resources that are available. We have more than 40 free toolkits that are available. And a lot of those topics range from the first 100 days after diagnosis, 
uh, to the transition to adulthood and just dealing with everyday situations um, like wandering, dental visits, haircuts, financial planning, job interviews, you know, even family supports uh, through puberty, uh, and even supports for those family members um, that are helping, that are part of your village and helping you to raise your child. Um, so it's important that we not leave anybody out because we know that it takes the village to raise these children no matter where they are, and uh, we have supports at every level. That's great. I think sometimes people are getting confused about it because I saw an article on Facebook the other day, a young lady with autism got her law degree. Yeah, I read articles about people starting businesses. So how do you, when people come to you, explain why some people can do this and some, you know, I think it's confusing for people. Well, autism is a spectrum and that's what you need to understand. And just because a person is on the spectrum Never, ever assume that they're incompetent in any way. You have business leaders who have autism. If you were to Google how many actors out there has autism, how many business owners have autism, you know, how many um, just just people in general, um, it's such a broad spectrum, and still you should never judge anybody or never in, uh, presume that they're incompetent because they are on the spectrum. You have very, very brilliant people uh, with autism, and so you know, the the world needs to understand that that just because a person is on the spectrum doesn't mean that they're incapable of doing anything. Uh, it's true that you have families who have children who have very severe uh, symptoms, and uh, the autism affects them uh, very very differently. But then you have the other side of that where you have um, individuals who are capable of working. Uh, they're capable of going to college and getting law degrees, and, um, and and so it again, it's a spectrum, and that spectrum is so broad. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, so let's talk about it as a parent. You just have a newborn child, you know, one or two. You're thinking about autism. When should they start testing for it? I mean, it's is it something they need to test for, or wait till they get some symptoms? What are your suggestions about this? Well, um, we have some tools that are available. So when um, a child goes to the doctor, for instance, just for their regular pediatrician checkups, there are certain milestones that need to be reached, uh, and your pediatrician will discuss those with you. Uh, there is a tool called the MCHAT, and you can download this tool on our Autism Speaks website. And the MCHAT basically just kind of gives you a list of uh, questions that you answer. And based on your answers, it will determine whether or not there's a need for you to seek out additional um, conversations with your pediatrician or it may even mean that you need to take your child to a developmental pediatrician because that diagnosis, it involves a thorough series of questions and observations by trained professionals. And in some cases, autism can be diagnosed as early as 18 months of age. So some developmental delays associated with autism can be identified and addressed even earlier. So if you notice that your child is not reaching these milestones, definitely talk to your pediatrician. Seek out uh, additional help. If you're not getting the answers from the pediatrician that you see, then, you know, you may need to seek out another pediatrician. Um, but it's important that if your child is not reaching those developmental milestones that you seek out um, some answers. Because apparently from what I've been reading, the earlier you diagnose it, 
the earlier right. you can start working with it. Absolutely. Research has shown us that early intervention leads to very positive outcomes later in life for people with autism. And that's with any diagnosis. Early Uh intervention is always key. Um, So you want to make sure that you get the resources and the help that you need. And Autism Speaks, we have so many resources available. We have an amazing autism response team um, that people can call in um, and get answers to anything as autism related uh, in both English and in Spanish and it, they are available Monday through Friday or they can email them at any time uh, at family services at autismspeaks.org uh, and it's it's the, the information is there people just need to go out there and get it and find it and know that they're not alone don't be embarrassed about, about it. Don't feel bad about it. We're there to help hold your hand. We're there to help support you and let you know that you can do this. You can do it. As a parent, it gets difficult, but you can do it. You know, it's funny. You just mentioned in Spanish, which makes me feel that this is an international, global thing. Autism Absolutely. is not restricted to the United States. So Autism Speaks, are you working internationally and globally to help address these issues? Yes, we are. We do have a global initiative program, and uh, and we are the, the things that we are doing here in the United States, we're also doing those same things globally, getting the word out, early intervention, treatment, you know, making, doing, you know, providing funding for research um, so that we can help to um, just support and uh, find different treatments and, and what needs what it takes to help a child develop um, and, and have the resources that they need available. Wow. I see your most, one of your most recent accomplishments was an initiative called Blue Blessings. You're dealing yes. with community. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. Well, Blue Blessings, uh, it is a faith-based initiative um, that I champion with Autism Speaks to increase understanding and acceptance of people with autism uh, in their faith-based communities. Um, You know, autism spectrum disorder, of course, is a lifelong condition, and each person has unique strengths and challenges. And some of those can lead to difficulty with social interaction, repetitive behaviors, speech, nonverbal communications, and in many ways, The faith community can be an extended family that embraces and nourishes its members with compassion, you know, support and hope. Um, You know, we work with communities um, nationwide and worldwide, and so we want to help create a more accepting and understanding support systems um, that includes the um, faith-based programs and faith-based organizations. And we want people to know that Blue Blessings, you know, it's not just a singular activity, but it's an approach to taking a fresh look at ways that your faith community can commit to becoming more inclusive um, for autistic people. And so we encourage families and to begin those conversations about small changes um, that, you know, their, their church or their synagogue or their mosque can make um, to help make a big difference uh, for, you know, your loved one with autism. So, and by starting those conversations, you know, they can try some sensory-friendly ap- um, adaptations and expanding or expanding their existing programming that they may have for people with different abilities. 
helping them to be inclusive. You know, maybe they can help be a greeter or help pass the offering plate or, you know, there are so many different things that we can do um, in the faith-based community to support, um, you know, our loved ones with autism. And so uh, we understand that, you know, in faith communities, you know, people listen to their faith leaders. And so it has to start from the top uh, to make those changes because currently about 80% of families who have children with autism specifically because they are affected by so many sensory needs, um, they don't go to any faith-based organization. And so we need to change that. We need to, there, it has, something has to be done. Yeah. And I think in the faith-based community, getting them involved early, I, I just know what it did for me just growing up. I overcame speaking in public, you know, people touching me, you know, you know, everybody trying to hug everybody at church, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and I didn't like that too much, you know, you know, my parents made me get up and speak even when I didn't want to, and, and, you know, people ask me today, why is it so easy for you to get up and speak? It all began with church. Right. Okay. Exactly. And and that's where it begins with a lot of families. And so, um, the church needs to, you know, we need to make sure, or faith, any faith-based organization needs to make sure that they are um, adapting uh, and providing help and resources and talking about it and talking about autism. You know, um, there's a guidebook um, that is associated with Blue Blessings, and if people go to autismspeaks.org forward slash Blue Blessings, they can register, you know, their faith-based organization and receive a free copy of the guidebook. And you can share that with your leaders uh, in an effort to make sensory-friendly or autism-friendly environment uh, at your faith-based organization. Now, a lot of people that are involved in an organization like yourself have children that are dealing with autism. Are you getting a lot of volunteers now with people that just want to help? Oh, absolutely. And we have so many more volunteer opportunities available. Uh, Of course, we have our signature event, which is our walk. We have over 60 walks across the country, and people can visit Autism Speaks Walk, um, you know, and, and gather information about where the walk is in their community or in their area. Um, they can reach reach out to their local uh, Autism Speaks uh, chapter or even contact the Autism Response Team to find out more ways to get involved. They can also visit autismspeaks.org forward slash get dash involved, and they will be able to, you know, um, provide information on how they want to support. You know, here locally I have volunteers that help with tabling opportunities uh, at resource fairs or um, you know, some of our volunteers are very well educated uh, with Autism Speaks, our mission, and um, they are able to go out and talk to others in the community to help put the message out about who we are and what we do because we're very transparent in who we are and what we do, and we want people to know that. Um, and so together we can advocate, you know, with and for the collective autism community. Now, you use this term, autism response team. You make it sound like I can ring the bells and somebody's going to hop in the car and just race over to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me explain to you who the autism response team is. 
they are a group of highly trained individuals um, who are employees of Autism Speaks. Um, they, you know, have provided so much information um, for our families. You know, um, currently since Autism Speaks has started, you know, they have actually been able to help, um, you know, just thousands and thousands of families uh, with resources um, from, you know, providing them with help, helping them find um, maybe a, a service provider or a doctor or a dentist or a therapist, you know, in their local areas, uh, helping provide, answering questions maybe as it relates to the child's school and providing resources there. We, again, we have all of these wonderful toolkits that are available, but they literally, in a lot of cases, do the legwork for families with helping them find that information because there's so much information out there uh, until a parent with everything else that they're dealing with can can easily get overwhelmed with all of the information that's out there. And so our autism response team, they are phenomenal uh, and they provide confidential information, again, and resources in English and in Spanish. So there's a helpline that families can call um, to get the help and the support they need. So they can call 1-888-AUTISM2, you know, or the number in Spanish is 1-888-772-9050. And again, they can email them at familyservices at autismspeaks.org. So we need to give it up for the autism response team. I mean, because they sound like they, they get it They're in. Phenomenal. <laughs> They're phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, they, you know, uh, here's a fact. Here's the fact, Mark, and to, since 2012, they've helped an estimated 18 million people with resources. So, you know, I'm even going to – we're going to throw some applause for that. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, you know, one of the exciting things about having you on the show today, when Yolanda called me and told me that you have a very special event coming up, I would like to talk yes. about that. Well, um, Autism Speaks, you know, we understand that the vast majority of adults with autism are unemployed or underemployed worldwide. So the good news is this, is that businesses in Atlanta and other surrounding areas across the country, they now recognize uh, autistic people, their strengths, their skill sets, um, and that, you know, all of the tools that they can bring uh, to the workplace. So on this coming Wednesday, October 16th at 9 a.m., beginning at 9 a.m., at the Mansour Conference Center uh, on Roswell Street in Marietta, we, you know, asking families to join us for an informative panel discussion. And it involves local experts um, providing information and resources for job seekers with autism and just providing families with information that they should know. So. Uh, at this particular event, some of the topics that we're going to be talking about is common barriers to employment, how job seekers can prepare for employment, why employers need to hire autistic people, and also transitioning and starting to prepare uh, for employment. So, um, you know, we're encouraging um, the community to come out and get information about this event. They can register. It's a free event, and we're providing free refreshments. There's free parking. <laughs> it's all free. Um, they can, you know, register for this event at. Um, they can go to ACT, uh, and I'll and I'll repeat this again if I need to. But it's ACT. 
www.autismspeaks.org and then forward slash pathways to employment, ATL, because this one is going to be in Atlanta. And we have another one coming up in Southern California at the end of this month. But again, they can just put this in their browser, act.autismspeaks.org forward slash pathways to employment, ATL. I'll make sure when I send out the replay of the show tomorrow to include that information. Absolutely, and I would be more than happy to send it to you. All right. Yeah, I wish I could be there. I'm traveling on Wednesday, but uh, it sounds like it's going to be a great event. Have you had one of these before, or is this your first one? Well, this is the first one here in the Atlanta area, and I think starting next year you're going to see a lot more uh, programs and services surrounding adult services, uh, transition support, um, that we're going to be doing more of that um, in 2020 and beyond. Uh, because we understand that, you know, for when Autism Speaks started, next year will be 15 years that we'll be celebrating our 15-year anniversary. When we first started, you know, it was all about newly diagnosis and, you know, getting having families get, you know, their families diagnosed and their children diagnosed, which is still extremely, extremely important. But we also understand that when we started, a lot of those children are now venturing into adulthood. And currently, 50,000 children transition out of high school and into adulthood each and every year, and half of them have never held a paying job. And most of them live with aging parents, but yet they're capable of working. And so yeah. we want to educate employers um, on best practices for hiring autistic people. You know, I, I think that's what's so important because anyone, you know, I, I work with other people that have different disabilities. I'm working with a young man right now. He has a whole organization of letting people know just because I'm disabled, that doesn't mean I'm not able. Okay. That's right. Okay. And, that's absolutely uh, right. I didn't come up with that. That's his saying. So I didn't <laughs> listen to that. I didn't do that. <laughs> okay. But I think it's very important. So I'm not going to keep you much longer, but I do want you to just kind of say, you know, just last wrap up here. What can people do? What should parents be doing? How do they get involved? Just what is your pearls of wisdom that you can uh, leave with the people that are listening this evening? Well, what I most want people to know and understand is that Autism Speaks, we're here. We're available to help you. You can reach out to us anytime. Again, reach out to the Autism Response Team at Family Services at AutismSpeaks.org. You know, our mission states that we will support families from, you know, diagnosis throughout their entire lifespan, and we mean that. And that's what we're here to do, and that's what we will continue to do. So I just appreciate you having me, you know, on your show uh, this evening. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and I hope that I've said something to help somebody along the way. You know what? The one thing you said, we mean that. <laughs> okay. That's what I heard. We mean what we do. Absolutely. You know? Yes, yeah, so. and we do. So one more time, give people a way that they can contact you or Autism Speaks if they want more information. If they want to reach me, they can reach out to uh, send me an email at outreach, O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H at autismspeaks.org 
and I will respond and uh, point you in the right direction. Um, so again, thank you so much. But I can be reached again at outreach at autismspeaks.org. All right, Jen, I want to thank you for coming out. Enjoy the conversation. Thank you, Mark. And thank I'd like you to so re- much for having me. Come back and do a recap of what happened at the event you have on them Wednesday. Absolutely, that will. I would love to come back and share. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Mark. Have a wonderful evening. You heard a lot here this evening about people dealing with different types of issues and how we can help embrace them. But before we can embrace, we have to be educated. So even if you don't have anyone in your family that has autism, I'm sure you know a family that does. You know, I would like you to go to autismspeaks.org, do some research. Find out everything you can about it so you can be helpful. Loved ones, people that you know that are dealing with it, I I don't think you have any idea what it's like to be feeling all alone and then have somebody come that understands what you're dealing with and knows how they can help you. Sometimes it just may be a conversation. Sometimes it may just be a hug. But you have to let people know that you're there to support them. So if you're interested in volunteering, I want you to go to autismspeaks.org, sign up. If you know somebody that you need to call that autism response team, ring that bell. Because they are their mission is to help people overcome this. So this is Mark Parham, Cat Miller Talk Radio Show. I hope you enjoyed the show today and as I always say I look forward to our next encounter Thank you for joining us this evening on the Kappa Builder Talk radio show with your host Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.